Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello, everyone. Just me at the top of the show to let you know about these live stream shows that I am doing starting June 27, after my birthday. Put in your diaries. Uh, 4.30, tickets are $10 at joshearl.com.au. Head there. These shows are exclusive to the live stream. They won't be anywhere else. They'll be up for uh, maybe three days, maybe a week. We're still umming and ahhing how long to have it up, but they'll be up for a bit longer than the 24 hours that the first season were up. So head over to joshearl.com.au for the tickets. Can't tell you exactly who's on, but I can tell you, if you're a fan of the Little Dum Dum Club, both those guys are doing the very first episode, so June 27, along with Nina Oyama. So there you go. And uh, look, and Adam Knox. So it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a really, really fun one. Uh, so I'll give you the first, there you go, I gave you the first episode. So if you're a fan of the Dum Dum Club, make sure you get a ticket. Uh, like I said, they're over at joshua.com.au. Also, thanks everyone who's been uh, leaving iTunes reviews or podcast, Apple podcast reviews. That always helps. Give it five stars, leave a little message, get us up in the algorithm so a bit more people can see the podcast when they're searching for what to listen to. Now that most people are heading back to work and having that commute and looking for things to listen to. Also, huge thanks to everyone who's been uh, continue with the uh, Patreon subscription. Go over to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A for $5. That's $5 American a month. You'll get a bonus uh, podcast every single week. The podcast is called Top 5. I just did one with Greg Larson where we talked about the top five condiments. It was very funny. It was a really good one. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, so that's going to be there every single Monday and free riding every single uh, week. Well, I say free, but you've got to pay the Patreon subscription. So... It's writing. You'll get writing every single Friday. That's all for me. Enjoy this episode. Uh, still on the Zoom, but, you know, creepy, creepy, slowly, slowly. We might get back. We might get five people sitting in a room again very soon. Hey, thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Keep being good. That's all I've got to say. All right. See you on the other side. Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows it because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet I discovered I share my name with a man who the year 1903 was a witness to a murder, and this was his deposition in, as reported by the Argus newspaper. So this is what he said in the court case. I'm a labourer residing in a right-of-way running off Ballarat Street. My house is opposite the gate of the Barrett's Yard. On the evening of the 21st of May, I was looking out my window between 4 and 5 o'clock when I saw Mrs. Barrett coming out of the gate into Ballarat Street. She was crying and sang out, Oh dear me, I am stabbed. What shall I do? <laughs> she then turned in the direction of her own door and said, Oh, you wretch, you have stabbed me in the shoulder. I could not see anyone there but herself. After she said that, she went up the right of way a few yards, returned to the gate, and just as she got inside the gate, she fell down. When I saw her fall down, I went to her assistance and saw Mrs. McHale trying to lift her up. When I saw the prisoner, soon after I went to the gate, he came out of his house by the back way and came within a few yards of the gate. It was about two or three minutes from the time I first heard her scream until Barrett came out. The prisoner said to me, Good God, what shall I do, run for a doctor? I said, I believe a man has already gone for a doctor. I stayed for about five or six minutes and the woman appeared to be dead, so I walked away. Well, he obviously did it. <laughs> no, Josh Earl was the witness, but well, he was like five or six minutes. Oh, I'm bored. I've got to go. I've got stuff to do. Yeah. Also, stabbed in the shoulder. Yes, it's quite. She's you know she could have recovered maybe. Well, no, she just. I, I do like the. She said, "Oh dear me, I am stabbed." <laughs> Simple time. Great. Yeah. Hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest shares his name with a Sydney journalist who is currently writing full-time for Money Magazine. Can you please welcome us, Dave Thornton. Yeah. 
Is he? Money Magazine. He would have Money. seen some people shank someone in the shoulder then. <laughs> is, you know, those financial people, it's cutthroat these days, mate. Money Magazine. That is a, that is a magazine you want people to see you buying from the, from the news agent. That is. Yeah, got, yeah. got my copy. <laughs> also joining us is a woman who shares her name with a London archaeologist and a part-time librarian. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Grace Jarvis. Yay. Yay. That's exciting. I, I hope it's the same person. That's it is like the, sa- a it is the same person, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I want to hear her story. She, Fuck well, me. <laughs> She's got I, a lot going on. I'm not yeah. sure, like a London archaeologist. Like how much digging are they doing in London these days? Yeah, I guess it's just like sifting through Thames water. Yeah. Mostly like muddy bits of knives. Our next guest <laughs> shares his name with a Manchester audiologist. Can you please welcome it's Peter Jones. Yeah. Yes. What is that job? Does it get any more exciting than that, Pete? Just... I, I think it's dealing with cochlear implants and, and people who Wait, are so you, hard to hear. You mean to tell me there's enough Peter Jones? <laughs> yeah, there's a second Peter Jones. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. You found another Peter Jones out there? <laughs> this is no. blowing my mind apart. Between Peter Jones and the comic Sarah Jones, this I can have them on for, for 400 episodes and still not run <laughs> out of people. It's very good. You haven't, but you could. No, I could. well, I've asked you a lot. You've said no a lot. Yeah. And finally is a man who is the only person in the world with his name, but good news for you, Nath Valvo, on your what? IMDb page, your star meter ranking this week alone has gone up 72,000 points. Can you please welcome well, it's Nath Valvo. Well, yeah. thank you wow. for that. Congrats. I've been looking at that lately, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> 72,000. <000. laughs> it must be because cafes have reopened, so my content is back being relevant oh. again. <laughs> I thought it was the Are You Game Show, M&M uh, Comedy <laughs> Festival show. <laughs> Mate, we've all got bills to up. pay, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Our first game today is called Social Me, Me Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. A point to the person who wrote it if you're incorrect. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. First one is this one. Rewatching The Sopranos and Sex in the City, and honestly, Carrie is a bigger sociopath than Tony. Dave. Yes, Dave. With uh, Nath Valvo. You are correct. Yes, that is Nath Valvo. Oh, yeah, let's Dave. just put the clues together there. Gay <laughs> and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it actually shocked me that you watched The Sopranos. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> See how Italian I just became? I just made my hands go in the air. I'm just, just like, hey, really, Dave? Mate, I could talk about it all day. Sopranos is my favourite. I reckon that was probably my fifth or sixth time watching it from start to finish. Ah. How many times have you watched Sex in the City? Oh, more, probably like yeah, 10 15. Yeah, cool. Like I'm more gay than I am ethnic, but <laughs> um, it's just one of those shows, uh, Sopranos and Sex in the City, once you start, you, you just cannot press yeah. stop. You have to watch it to that very last moment. Well, you, are you talking DVDs? Have you still got Sopranos then? No, no, no. No, how's this for a boomer present for, for Christmas? I got Foxtel. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Did they come no, and no, put don't. a dish on the house? Or? <laughs> no, it's a little, just a little modem thing on the TV. Cody got it. My partner got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I reckon if the, when you become rich enough in this country, you do two things. You get Foxtel and you watch the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race. <laughs> They're the two richest things you can do in this country. <laughs> There's also Nate on- Valvo, you are only about $1,000 away from being an honorary packer. You are <laughs> <laughs> You're making bank, bro. Yeah, man. There's also a Melbourne to Launceston yacht race that goes at the same time. You and no one watches it? Is that no just, watches it? Is that is just the spirit of Tasmania? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Has anyone here been on the spirit of Tasmania? Because I have yes. a family member that went on it, Josh, and said that it was like the roughest, most uncomfortable, sick-inducing thing they've ever done. Like no one talks about how rough the sea is. Yeah, that, no, that, that stretch of water is notorious for being the roughest stretch of water, I think, in the Southern Hemisphere. That stretch is so, so bad. People are always getting on there and they're like, oh, we've had to shut all the restaurants and all the bars down, so you've got to stay in your cabin. You've got 13 hours of this. Fly you know, down. Yeah. I went on it. All right. Fly down, mate. hire a car. It's not that expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you have a small family and you want to bring your car across, okay? So I went over <laughs> I went over a year ago and this is true, about a couple of days out, 
they called to say the engine's blown, but we've fixed it. But we are like days behind in the schedule, but we're catching up. So you can still leave on time that you're supposed to, and you're supposed to leave. I was at Devonport at like 7 p.m. and get into Melbourne about 12 hours later. But they said, we're going to be a bit delayed, but get there at the same time. It should be fine. We waited in our car with our kids in the back till two in the morning and then jumped on it and then got on the boat. And then my kids woke up at their normal time at six. So we'd had about three hours sleep. <laughs> and then we just had to sit on the deck as it swayed back and forth thinking about our oh. bad life choices. <laughs> and you all got coronavirus. Yeah. As I, as I say before, fly down. There you go, yeah. fly down. Yeah. I regret everything I did up to that point. Question two. Love when porn websites advertise Australian girls as exotic. Yeah, I've met Australian girls. Country road bag, here if you need. Who bought pineapple cruises? Let's go smoke down the servo. That's them. Nath. Yes, Nath. Well, it's not me. Um, I would go Pete. No, it was Grace Jarf as a point. Oh, what? <laughs> Thank Very you, successful tweet, that one. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that pinned? No, it's not pinned, but it's, it, went, it went wild. I was like, I couldn't look at my phone for a bit. It was popping off. <laughs> also, people had porn takes, and I was like, ah, get, get out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this. Yeah. I oh, mean, Grace, you know, it was really tense then because you're like, well, we're all misogynists. If yeah, not, yeah. Uh, this is really gonna be. <laughs> it was, you never know which way it was gonna go. Pete, like, Jones, Pete Jones just very subtly closed off his other tab. Yeah. <laughs> Who watches the most porn here? <laughs> yeah. he, he knows so Fox. Then he starts rattling off the other websites, guys. You've got Pornhub. You've got. <laughs> um, but I do want to know, Grace. Were you getting then sleazy comments? Oh yeah, yeah. for oh. sure. I was people yeah. being like having takes. What? About porn, I was like, I had a, a, a. a young female comedian Having... getting sleazy takes on Twitter. What? I just can't. Speak <laughs> them elsewhere. How many retweets also... are we talking? What numbers? Uh, I think it was like 400, 500 likes or something. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, right. I, just, uh... I just, so I just looked you up, and I've just followed you. Just ah. there you go. I, forgot, I didn't know. I, did, I, I didn't know I wasn't well, following you. Don't follow as we do the podcast. That's cheating. You'll see what I'm going to read out. Oh yeah, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, question I also three. after oh. I after I tweeted that I got another ad that was just Brisbane girls and I was like, oh no, if the algorithm is really <laughs> finding me now. Oh right, so they doubled down. They're like, yeah. really? <laughs> no, you you're into this. <laughs> all right, question three. The thing that unites all of mankind is everyone thinks, if given the chance, that they would be awesome mates with Dave Grohl. Uh, Pete. Yes, Pete. Uh, Dave Thornton. You are correct. Yes, point there for Peter Jones. Yes. <laughs> You can't tell me. I don't care who you are. I don't that care. one's just math, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. Grace, you were just talking about the algorithms of porn. That's just a very simple algorithm of life. What I just—I yeah. didn't crack the case. I just—I just pointed out the bleeding obvious. That's all I did. <laughs> Question four: The Riddler. Exactly the same as the Joker film, except he hosts trivia every Wednesday in the beer garden. If you're around and want to bring some mates down, you could win a jug of beer and watch the world burn. Grace. Oh, I heard Grace first, yes. Pete. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Grace, yes. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> you, do, you, have a, you have the market cornered on beer garden tweets. <laughs> <laughs> that was the tell in that one. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is that your jam, Pete? Is this explicitly beer garden tweets? Yeah. <laughs> Question five. Remember watching your mum curl ribbon with scissors and thinking she was absolutely magic? Oh, Dave. Yes, Dave. It's got to be Nate again because he talks about his mother every second bit of stand You would think, but no, that's Grace Jarvis. <laughs> Dave, you do know I'm in the room, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know I can hear you, right? Mate, I've, I've seen so many of your shows. If I think about Cody and your mum, I'd be like, I don't know. We've got. Well, I can't do what you do and just have kids for content. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I'm trying to get a beer garden with Pete to try and get more beer. <laughs> goddamn pandemic has shut it down. Can I just, I did put this one in the, in the show just because I knew someone would think it was Nath. Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm layered. Yeah. I got porn tweets. I got ribbon tweets. <laughs> All right. I cover a lot of demographics. Raw church, guys. Yeah. Question six. An ATM charged $2 for use and then asked if it was my favourite transaction. I miss the times when muggers didn't ask for service appraisals. 
Pete. Yes, Pete. Nice. No, that was Dave Thornton. A point there for Dave. Did you not write that? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was 2012. 2012. <laughs> well, that's brutal because I was about to say, I was like, that's an old man tweet. That's, yeah. <laughs> the oldest. That's, but it was a long time ago as well. God. Got any hot, old for ages. Uh, hey, Dave, got any hot takes on the Y2K bug? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. The Razzies are worse than all the movies they nominate. They've been going for 38 boring years. That's right. We don't think the Emoji movie was good. Look out, Michael Bay. We're coming for you. We don't care whose toes we step on when we say Adam Sandler phones it in. Nath. Yes, Nath. Pete. Yes, you are correct, Nath. Point there for Nath. See, yes, you know. it was about the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my mum's. Pete's got the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Emoji movie. It was, for a kid's movie, it was fine. What do they get up to? Well, they've got to try to, like, they want to shut down this person's phone. They want to shut down all the emojis, and then they realise, oh, it's bad, because there's one emoji who's a bit broken. He's meant to only be doing the one face, but he does all the faces. And so he's this, a gif. Yeah, and this kid wants to <laughs> shut his phone down because he's getting teased. I, I can't remember the actual storyline. Wow. What, 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 wow. what, 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 um... What was the who was the hero? What emoji was the hero character? It was meant to be a wait. Let's all guess. Let's all guess what the hero emoji was. The hero emoji is the wink face. Yep, good option. That's my going with the flame. Oh, not the flame. The flame was in it though. Oh, the eggplant. No, (laughs) it wasn't eggplant. I would have thought just the smile. It's a smiley emoji. No, I think it was a frown. I think it was a frowny what? face. Yeah, but the thing was, this guy, Edgy. the emoji was too happy and didn't want to frown all the time. He just wanted to be God. himself, Grace. So uh, much depth in this film. Yeah. And, and it, hang on a second. I want to know too, were all the emojis yellow? Because, you know, I mean, it's, well, they're in colours, emoji film. Yeah. yeah. But no, there was the poo emoji in it still. That was that was pretty funny. And for a kid's okay. movie, can I just say, better than like The Little Mermaid. How dare you? Wow. Oh, get what's the, the huge claim. What's this? What's this hate speech? It's, it's, it's just a better film. I'm sorry. I've watched them both my kids. My kids much in, much more preferred the emoji the movie. The emoji movie. Yeah. Oh. This is Josh Earl Yuck. coming out with the controversial takes. I'm just looking know. at the time to say I have to delete this from the edit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question eight. I think my favourite TV genre is characters looking cold near lake-solving murders. Grace. Yes, Grace. Nay. You are correct. Point there for Grace, yes. Yeah. Thank you. And for those of you listening who also love that style, SBS On Demand is (laughs) chock-a-block of just cold crime show after cold crime show (laughs) with subtitles so you feel a little bit up yourself that you're watching it. (laughs) SBS, classic. Cold, everyone, late night nipple. It's great. It's very on yeah. brand. You just get the odd puss. It's yeah. just, it's, oh, yeah. I'm in. And they solve European. a crime. Yeah. I'm in. The best. Yeah. Okay. Grace is already giving it a great review. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> borderline on porn, we are in. Um, <laughs> it's so funny, Nate, you've got to hang out with my partner, Nikki, because during COVID, it was funny. She wanted it all out. She wanted the darkest, kind of most, um, uh, most suspenseful. Mm. murder mysteries she could when I and this proves I am an old man because I kept Foxtel because I unlocked all the movies and then I just watched movies I've already seen because I knew the end of them and I felt safe yeah that's uh, look to be honest yeah I think movie wise I was you know I was smashing Mrs. Doubtfire Home Alone Distract <laughs> Jurassic Park no I, I think everyone did didn't they everyone just turned to yeah. comfort Dave I've been watching all the Simon Pegg movies oh yeah just over and over again yeah Nick Frost says the N word in Shaun of the Dead, by the way. Yeah. It's crazy. I know it's my ringtone. It's... <laughs> but it's like that movie was made so long ago. If you're doing the Netflix edit, just cut it, I reckon. It's like a two second clip. Leave well, it out for they, Netflix. They cut it for the American uh, version. Well, okay. Good. They did another scene don't... where he said, What up, gangster? Just don't put it in the movie then. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe use that edit from now on. Yeah, crazy. Okay. Never mind. All right, next question. Did a gig in Bendigo last night and saw a man at the bar drinking a pint of beer with a paper straw and suddenly I love life again? Dave. Yes, Dave. Pete Jones? No, that was Grace. Another point oh. for Grace. She's rocking up the points. 
No one can nail down my brand tonight. <laughs> no, it's so mysterious. You're like one of these crime shows I've been watching. <laughs> so many twists. <laughs> I truly have a lot going on, it seems. Did you say, Pete, because you thought, oh, yeah, gig in Bendigo? Pete Jones would drive to yeah. Bendigo for gigs. <laughs> I mean, were, were, were you also at that gig? You might have been. Uh, I don't know what the gig that was. I don't oh. know who's You know, the gig with the man with the paper straw. It was, <laughs> no. it was in Bendigo. Straws? There were these people, they kept sitting on the edge of the stage. I kept having to turf them off. It was no. my last gig before the pandemic. Oh, <laughs> oh congrats. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our last question for this round. Qantas, we're cancelling flights because of the virus. Better safe than sorry. Also, Qantas Club, grab some free popcorn from this gigantic communal bowl. Grace. Yes, Grace. Nate. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Grace. Rich. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, was sitting, I was sitting in the Qantas lounge watching Foxtel Go yeah. <laughs> on my iPad, which I also use as a camera because I'm a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Every- I love this for you. Have Everything you, ever... you just said, no, sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever, um, have you ever tweeted something like that or a silliness or a joke or gone a brand and then their PR department has just tweeted you back or the person, whoever's in charge of the socials. Yeah. That's the first time that has happened for me. A few people that got a fair bit of heat that tweet. And then like Qantas officially replied to me with like the rules of the lounge. And I felt like I'd been told off by my mom (laughs) in front of my friends. I felt really, I was a bit like, Oh, it kind of works when they reply to you. Don't you reckon? At the end of that round, the scores are Nath Valvo on one point. Sick. Peter Jones also on one point. Dave Thornton on two points. But in the lead, with a massive lead at the top of the show, it's Grace Jarvis on six points. Hey, look at me go. (laughs) The mystery that is. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this round is called Nine to Five, What a Way to Make a Living. Now, in this round, we talk about careers or lack of careers. And this today, we're talking about Peter Jones who many years ago applied for a radio course and secured an interview. But what happened before the interview that may have been a factor for Pete not getting accepted? Was it A, before the interview, he had a mishap in the toilet and ended up pissing all over his pants. He then stood in the bathroom, drying them under the hand dryer. Was it B, on the way to the interview, he ate a chocolate muffin and it was only after the interview, when he went to the bathroom, did he realise that he had chocolate all around his face, or was it C, just before he went into the building, a dog beat him on the leg. Pete, bleeding from the car from wearing ripped pants, still did the interview and tried to brush it off as if it was fine, but it was not fine and everyone knew it. Now, one (laughs) of these is true. You have to try and ask as many questions as you can, try and get the truth out of Pete, but he'll want you to get it incorrect so he gets all your points. Floor is open for questions, ask away. Sorry, I like the dog one because I like the, the thought of you sort of dragging a dog along with you. You're like, I'm so committed to radio. I've got teeth in my the leg. The dog goes to the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, well, I suppose another a question would be, do you know how to eat a muffin? <laughs> uh, I know how to eat most of a muffin, yes. And how, do you, and how is that? Like in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All at once, like, if we're going with this line know. of questioning, do you know how to piss out of your dick? <laughs> <laughs> Answer the <Right>. question, Pete. <laughs> it's like one of these SBS mystery shows. It really <laughs> is. The bottom of it. I know, and it's, it's cold enough, so this is good. Um, <laughs> like, I really could see all three. Where was this radio show? Where, where was this or this radio um, course thing, whatever it was? Uh, I was at AFTRS in Sydney. Right. Um, what were, you, were you hoping to be a shock jock a la Alan Jones? Was that the, was that the dream? <laughs> uh, <laughs> my granddad's name is Alan Jones. And growing up, I didn't know Alan Jones, the broadcaster. Whenever anybody would talk shit about Alan Jones, I'd be like, Granddad has done it again. <laughs> I can't believe your I can't believe your dad started your granddad started the Cronulla race riot. That's that's what's quite the Christmas story. Alan Jones, but he did do that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right, questions. When you finally got in there, did you do a commercial radio break about when has a dog bitten you? Give us a call now for a, <laughs> Give us a, call. For a big M. <laughs> when, a, when an Avril Lavigne CD. Give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the pissing mishap? What happened in the bathroom? Um, I, uh, I, I pissed all over my own pants. Yeah, so I went into... How? Okay, so right, how to explain a penis. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Please, if you could. All right, Pete, I'll take this one for you. I've got a great disadvantage here. <laughs> yeah, you go for yeah. it. I've, I've been researching the field for quite some time, Grace. Okay. I see, when two daddies meet each other yeah. and they like each other, uh, anyway, Grace is only up to the Australian women on the Pornhub oh. site. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's going, working her way through alphabetically. She'll get to penis soon. Chronologically, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Pete, I do want to know, how long did the interview last? The interview lasted for about half an hour. That's did, a long time to have a dog bite. That was a long time. Did, did you remember what yeah. breed of dog was it? It was, a, uh, it was a terrier. It was like a black and white terrier. Mm. Classic biting dog. Is it? Yeah, snappy. Little ones, they love I to also, like, I, I hate dogs. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I really hate, I hated that dog especially, but I hate <laughs> dogs. Here's a generalization. Everyone from Brisbane has a really good understanding of dog breeds. There, I said it. <laughs> I stand by my comments. I really? don't have it. Well, because all our dogs are like, no, they're like, what breeds your dogs? Like, I don't know, fucking found it in a gutter. Like... <laughs> I should point out no the only, person, the the only person Nath knows from Brisbane is Mel Buttle. Is so, Mel Buttle. That's yeah. it. Okay, okay. So basically she that knows. joke was lesbians, no dogs. There we go. <laughs> Read between the lines, people. Um, so with this dog, Pete, did it, was it on a leash? Was it just on its own? Was it, was it was there a free-roaming own? dog? It wasn't with anybody. And like Josh is kind of exaggerating the level of the bite. Like it was, it did tear the pants, but it wasn't like I was dripping on the floor with the blood. But it, did you get a tetanus like, shot or something? Are you all right? No. Should <laughs> I have? <laughs> I think you might. Like, shouldn't you get a shot after, like after a strange dog tomorrow. bites you? Yeah. Where was the dog's owner? Like, it's like after I kicked the dog away, it ran off. So I don't know. Hmm. Now I'm going to go back to the pissing problem because I think. Uh, what pants were you wearing? I was wearing, I mean, I can't be 100% sure of this, except that I'm, I was 19 at the time, so I was definitely wearing cargo pants. <laughs> so, which, which, what, what, what color? Which, what, what, yeah, color okay. were they? Well, yeah, what color? Were they army print? No, they were khaki. And like a, which one yeah. of the 16 pockets did the dog bite? <laughs> It put down near the ankle. Oh, yeah, in right. which of the 16 pockets did you piss in? <laughs> yeah. All of them. Yeah, cool. And did it soak the chocolate muffin that you were eating? <laughs> I threw the chocolate muffin after the dog. <laughs> if you were 19, were you wearing a necklace with a shark tooth on it from Rip Curl? Good question. Because no, I wasn't the coolest guy at my school. <laughs> hey, hey, guys like that do tweets about ATMs, guys, that get a lot of retweets. So how about we all back off, yeah? <laughs> what do people oh, think? Man. People think they know what they're okay. going to like um, I think, like, I, if Pete jumped up and did stand-up about getting bitten by a dog in the street, I wouldn't be surprised that that happened to him. It's just a very him story. In my I head, also think yeah, anyway, he may like if that had happened to him, he would have already done stand up about it, you know. And I haven't, I haven't seen it. <laughs> You're across my full catalogue. Yeah, <laughs> but you got yourself a fan here, Pete. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm around. All right, so Nath, are you going to lock in? Uh... I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do what I always do on this show, and this is why I've never won an episode. I'm always going to choose the one that I kind of think it's not. So I'm going to go with the muffin. Muffin. You think B, the muffin? Yep. Yes. Grace, what do you think? I also think the muffin. You also think B, the muffin? Dave. Fairly mundane. Um, 
Look, I actually think, I don't think it's the wazzing because he goes, I think it was car keys. You definitely know the pants that you pissed on. You definitely know the color. You definitely remember it. It is embedded into your memory. So I'm just going to go with dog bite because I'm going against the current to see if I can get ahead of the game. See, the dog bite, the correct answer was A, he pissed on his pants. So three what? points there yes. for Peter Jones. Yes, I we, did. We, we, <laughs> it was all worth it in the end, Pete. Why are we rewarding this guy? <laughs> Well, that's the thing, Pete. Are you a winner? Are you a winner? <laughs> and how's you know, that? Paid off, finally. Well, let me say, how's your radio career going, mate? <laughs> well, Nathan and I have both worked in commercial radio. A person who is pissed in their pants, I think is perfect for a midnight till 5am shift. Like, that is not unusual. <laughs> I think that's the only criteria, right? <laughs> that's exactly it. If you know how to wear an adult diaper, you are yeah. in. Yeah. You get a breakfast show in Townsville. It's good morning with the pisser. <laughs> so, Pete, you told me you dried it under the hand dryer. Was it all? Could you still? Yes. Could you still smell it though? Because you wouldn't have washed it. I'm... No, I didn't wash it. I'm positive that you could. Yeah. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm positive. A bad day for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was so stupid. It was. <laughs> I have never done it. I've never. I. How it happened was I pulled my pants down to my ankles while standing in the stall to urinate, and I never have before, and I never have since. And I did it that one time. I don't know why. <laughs> and I just pissed. You just... you went with a new technique. <laughs> New on technique. interview day. <laughs> Didn't even aim and I just went what? and I just pissed in my own pants. It wasn't until <laughs> like I, I heard it. I heard it. I wasn't even watching. I was just, what do you mean? My you mind was aim. elsewhere just thinking about becoming Merrick and Rosso. <laughs> you have a seizure? That's... <laughs> Self-sabotage. That's what it is. <laughs> very, very good. At the end of that round, the scores are Nath still on one point, Dave still on two points, Peter Jones now on four points, and still on six points is Grace Jarvis. Yeah. All right. This round is called Knowing Me, Knowing You. In this round, I'll read out something that has happened to someone on this panel. But you have to say whether it happened to me or to someone else here. If you answer correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person whose story may or may not be, they get the point. So ask, them as, ask us both as many questions as can. Try and figure out who is actually telling the truth. Okay, so to Pete. Was it Grace or was it myself who got a car trapped in a garage and had to get someone to come and completely remove a wall of the garage so we could get our car out? Um, so I can ask any questions. Ask questions, yeah. Uh, I'll, same question to both of you. What, whose car was it? It was my car. It was a rental so Josh, car. Josh, it was Grace's car. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was in a both rental scenarios, car. It was my car. <laughs> It was a rental car. Yes. How come you had to get a wall removed to get it out? Okay, so I it was I was went to stay with my dad down in Tassie, and so I had the whole family, and we got upgraded to a bigger car. I'd never driven like one of these big kind of Klugers before, and because we were family, so we had the seats in as well. And I drove in, and the kids were so excited, they got out, and I got out as well to try and follow them into the house. And didn't put the handbrake on, and the car in my dad's garage rolled back a bit. And when we went to, o we didn't realise when we went to open the garage though, it came up and it hit the tow ball and wouldn't like go any further, so we couldn't get it out. And my dad just got, kept on pressing the buttons, and oh, it's a button that got stuck, and that like burnt the motor out in his garage door. So we had to come out and get, remove the side. So, Pete, think of it like the rental car's your penis and the garage is your pants. <laughs> and you just absolutely fucked it. a radio interview at any chance. <laughs> uh, Grace, how did, uh, so why did it get stuck? Okay, so our garage is fucked and we just moved to Melbourne and um, we, so I put my car in the garage and I didn't realise that my car is too long for the garage because the garage door does not open from the outside. So I couldn't open that one, like the big door from the outside. And then when I went to open the people door so that I could go in and open the garage door from the inside, I couldn't because my car was too long. Um, so I was sort of just standing around, Bronwyn and I, my roommate, just standing around looking at it like, well, 
I've trapped my car in a room and a man drives by in a ute. And usually, you know, we're two young women alone in a big city. A man drives by in a ute. We're like, oh, no. But this guy gets out. He's like, do you need help? And we said, yes, because we did. And he gets a crowbar, also usually a bad sign. (laughs) (laughs) And he fully, we didn't pay this man. We didn't ask. He crowbars a wall off the thing, wiggles in a hole and like opens the garage door from the inside and was like, don't do that again. (laughs) I was like, yeah, no, on it. (laughs) Can do. He was the best. He was Um, like, I'm a locksmith. They're going to love this at work tomorrow. (laughs) I, I think uh, it was uh, Grace. I think it was Grace. You that. are correct. Yes, a point there for Peter Jones. Yes. What a story. Yeah. But yeah. that guy now knows where you live, by the way. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> knows well, how to get yeah, the walls he, off. <laughs> he, only, he lives like two doors down from us. So he, like, he was already our neighbor. But he was just having the best time of his life the whole time. He was just <laughs> laughing his head off. He's like, oh, the boys at work, they're going to love this. They're going to love this. Yeah, and, he's heard on, and he's heard all the stuff you've been watching on the internet. He got really excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So a point there for Pete. Now to Grace. Was it Nath or myself who the first time they introduced their partner to their friends, the partner locked themselves out of the house they were staying in. And next morning, this partner went off at us in front of everyone. Why? What? What happened? What? What was? What were they mad about specifically? Talking to me. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you be mad if you spent like five hours outside? Yeah. Drunk I would on be. a veranda. Why, you, why didn't you let them in? <laughs> I passed out. Have you met me? I had more than one. <laughs> I had more than my one Raspberry UDL. <laughs> um, we were down at the beach. Uh, to you, my mates. This is Cody, my partner. This is like seven and seven and a half years ago. Yeah, and we all just got munted. And then and he got stuck. We, we all just fell asleep and he was out the front having a smoke, I think. And just got locked out. Oh man. That's it. Brutal. <laughs> what, ha- what what happened with what happened with your I wish the story was better there. <laughs> but, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'll give that one a bit more thought next time. <laughs> Edit that bit out. <laughs> So mine was my ex. So it was the first time I went down to Hobart with where most of my friends from high school went to do uni and I went to Launceston. So it was the first time she was meeting all my friends from – and they all lived in the one house. And so we had a big party and this was like winter in Hobart and she went outside for some reason during the night and I had passed out and she was locked out and was apparently banging on the room I was sleeping in for hours and hours and I was just out of it. And then at six o'clock, someone got up in the morning to go have a cigarette early in the morning. And she was like, oh, and came in and just woke me up by yelling at me in like, yeah. And everyone heard it and no one, none of my friends liked it from that moment on. These are both harrowing tales. I'm on the side of your partners oh, both times. I'm absolutely on her side in this one. <laughs> they could have frozen to death. Uh, it was his fault for having a cigarette. Okay. But I... <laughs> All right. Who do you um, think, Grace? I'm going to go with um, Nate. You are incorrect. That was me. Uh, a point there for Nath. Uh, yes, I got a point. Yeah. My friends really didn't like her after that. <laughs> so wait I a minute. I don't know Jill. why because she's very right. She was in the right, yeah. And this was before mobile phones, so she couldn't just call anyone. That's how old I am. So I don't Dad, understand. You so you weren't the one outside smoking because I know how tall you are. I just assumed you would have stunted your growth somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I've never smoked. I was, my kids actually asked me the other day if I've ever smoked a cigarette. I was like, I can honestly tell you, I've never smoked a cigarette. Really? Taking a bunch of did. pills, but never smoked a cigarette. <laughs> I don't think I've had a full cigarette. I've tried, but like you know, like vomit and get head spins and cry. Yeah. But I think I tried a lot. Yeah. You know, right. So to Nath now, was it Dave or myself whose first ever gig on TV was doing stand up? On Good Morning Australia with Bert Newton. <laughs> oh my God. What a show. Well, not that morning, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dave, what time was Bert on? Like 9, 8, 9 a.m.? 11? What yeah, was 9 it? to 11 off memory, wasn't it? Nine to 11. Yeah. yeah. What gear did you do, Dave? Uh, 2000 and. No kids oh, yet. You would have been fucked, mate. <laughs> mate. Tell me about it. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> what ATMs around then? I don't even know. Um, 
Yeah, there would have been some font gear, I think. Uh, no, actually, I think back then, Pete Jones, all I did was travel gear. I'd gone backpacking. I thought it was a worldly man. And then um, I'm not sure if you're, if you're aware, Pete, but there's a lot of difference between cultures. And <laughs> I'm... <laughs> <laughs> oh, like what? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you've heard the English, but they talk quite amusingly. Um, so, uh, well, Pete, <laughs> white men dance like this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and Josh, yes. How many years ago was it? Sorry, this was two thousand seven. And seven. So uh, I was on there promoting a gig that mm-hmm. the Comedy Festival did, which was for, it was promoted as a matinee for the elderly. What? Who books that? It was Comedy Festival. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, uh, okay. I'm going to, because I could, I could just, I can just see both of you on there. Um <laughs> Which is cute. That's, that would have been. That would have been like. That's. I'm. I'm being. I'm being really. I'm jealous that us, you did a gig. Moira, Belvedere, whole team. Uh, I'm going to say it was Dave. You are correct. Yes, it was Dave oh, Thornton. Yes, point there for Nath. That is That's true. a pretty. That's a pretty sick gig, Dave. I never knew that show had comedy on it. Mate, was that the I, only time? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, I absolutely think so. How did um, it go? To be honest, I think after that, Maura did a couple of dick jokes when she was trying to sell some cleaning products, but they shut her down real quick. <laughs> but um, but um, no, it was, it was. Oh, look, I, I'd hate to see it, but Bert was in the background, actually laughing. <laughs> like he was a genuinely a great audience, and he was behind me laughing. And you know how you think, as stand-ups, we always know if you do it on Conan or you did it on Letterman, you could get invited. Like the host would say, "Come over to the oh. desk and." Yeah, but Bert kind of went great work, Dave, and he strided up, and he actually gave me the wet fish, which was um, a little disconcerting. Brutal. <laughs> but the listener, weirdly, that's a that's a bad handshake. For the oh listener. right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah here's a little sick. bit. Here's a little bit of strange bit of symmetry, though. My father was a singer in a band, and he only went on TV once on New Faces, hosted by Bert Newton, and then oh, yeah. my first TV spot was with Bert Newton. Uh, so. If one What's of my girls, now? I don't know, but if one of my girls starts to work in palliative care, Grace, maybe they'll be seen with Bert Newton as well. And we'll <laughs> Did your old man win new faces? No, this is mum never saw it. This is before mum met him and he just went on and I don't know if he didn't win and that just crushed his hopes and dreams, I think. <laughs> I don't know. We don't talk about it, mate. It's a dark part in the Thornton history, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And to Dave now. Was it Pete or was it myself who on school camp attempted to swim in our underwear because we didn't have our swimmers with us, but we also didn't want to miss out? Was it Pete or was it Josh? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to go with Pete first on this one. Um, did you piss in your underwear? Did you keep it on? Just a, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a child, big? not an adult man. <laughs> How many pockets How were in the underwear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. How old were you, Pete? Eleven. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't hear that. Sorry, you cut out. Oh, uh, sorry. I was eleven years old. Eleven. Um, mm. I'm going to go with the same line of questioning that I did with the pants. What underwear was it? Like, are we talking just your flat colour underwear? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was one tone. One <laughs> it was blue. Tone. <laughs> oh, blue. A very washed out blue. That's a great look. Um, <laughs> right, and it was school camp. Where was the camp? Uh, it was down near where they film the beach scenes of Home and Away. But I don't know where that is. Near, near that lighthouse. Uh, Summer Bay, fuck <laughs> Oh, no, it was, a, it was nearby. It was a Yabby Creek. <laughs> oh, yeah, Pete is a river boy. Sorry, I should have pointed out at the top. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah what, what body of water was it? Uh, was it a river? It was a lake. Oh, right. It was a lake. Um, right. And from that Summer Bay comment, I'm starting to think, Nath, some of those mysterious water-filled mysteries that you're watching is really just home and away reruns. <laughs> um, okay. So, Jill, how old were you? Yeah, I was nine years old. 
nine years old. So you're in, yep. I'm assuming you're a Tassie at this point in time. Yes, yes. Grade three, our first camp away. Went to Sprint Farm. Um, actually, I'm going to go back and repeat with this one. Did you, did you cop it for it or did the kids just let it pass by? No, I copped it for it. Like I'm talking what? Was I thought I could get away with it, but I did not get away with it. <laughs> this seems to be a theme in your life. <laughs> um, and Jill after said so you're only in grade three I think people would almost like yep, kids would have yep. just gone oh yeah who cares yeah but it was we, our PE teacher was one of these guys who hated any American culture and he had to swim in actual speedos or like bathers and not board shorts and it sounds like have, a pedophile, Josh. But I didn't yeah. have any speedos. I had like in Bernie, you swim in a wet. We used to swim in wetsuits in the in the actual pool. Everyone put on a any wetsuit. Adult man that has an opinion on what kind of swimwear children wear. I don't wear board shorts. Hey, Josh. Josh, I don't like America, so take those pants off, mate. He's yeah. like, board shorts are American. Caps were American. You weren't allowed to wear a cap at school. It had to be either a Legionnaire's one, like with the big flap or the wide oh. brim. Any cap, no, you, no, no hat, no play. Josh, we've talked about this. All that American stuff does not make you look sexy. So if you can just stick to your normal attire. Yanks, thank you. Um, I, <clears throat> you know what? Pete's been through enough. So I'm just going to go with Jill on this one. I'm going to go with Jill. Uh, incorrect. It was Peter Jones. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pete, I love, like, you know, we're mates. I really like you, but you're a loser. Like, you are. <laughs> I know. I was there for all of these. You have so many pants issues. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. did, did kids make fun of you after this, Pete? It was just like, I, I said I wasn't going to go down. I wasn't going to go swimming because I'd forgotten my, my swimmers. And I was just like, well, I'm just not going to go. But then I heard everybody at the lake having fun. I'm like, I'll just go in my underwear and just pretend they're my swimmers and went. And it was like straight away. They were like, that you're wearing, you're just in your underwear. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually cool. Even you. <laughs> Honestly, I think someone should take your pants privileges away. Like you're, you're, you're kilts from now on. Like, you can't be trusted. I felt like you were there going, you know what? I'm going to become a huge radio star. And then who's laughing? He was thinking about his big dreams and he's like, I'm going to show all those kids at the lake. And then he pissed all over himself. Hey, guys, where have you lost your pants? Give us a call. 13, 24, 10. <laughs> we'll be back after this Pitbull song. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Dave on two points, <laughs> Nath on three points, Grace Sick. on six points, and also on six points is Peter Jones. Yes. Woo. King's coming back. Here we go. All right, our final <laughs> round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I read out a bunch of questions about you four. If you think you know who it was, buzz in. Your name's your buzz. You get a point if you get right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Here we go. Question one, whose guinea pig became paraplegic, but their father insisted it undertake physical therapy instead of just putting it down? Nath. Yes, Nath. Was it wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Grace. You are correct. It was Grace, yes. Yeah, my dad like had just come back from a war zone with a spinal injury and my oh. guinea pig became paraplegic. So it was just like dragging its two back legs around. And we took it to the vet. And like the vet's whole job in that situation is to tell the small girl that their guinea pig has to die. But my dad was traumatized, like absolutely not having it. And we had to do little like little little bicycle legs on the guinea pig, <laughs> <laughs> massage, oh like occupational therapy. Gave it Never leave a guinea pig behind. <laughs> yeah, oh man. It walked again. Velvet the guinea pig walked again. It walked the parade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it moved a whole state. And then it got struck by lightning. It was an unlucky man, uh, unlucky guinea pig. Did it really get struck by lightning? Yeah, all of them did. I had four. Uh, Velvet was the unlucky one. What, the, um, what were they then, doing? They were flying a kite with a key on it. What, the four of them were like stealing some sort of, what the hell? How does a guinea pig get well, struck? He, 
He had metal legs, kind of like Oscar Pistorius. Yeah. Then... It was a metal cage, and I told my parents to bring my guinea pigs inside because there was a storm, and I was going to a sleepover, and then they got struck by lightning. Well, this is on you. Back. This is yeah. on you. This is the teenage equivalent of leaving your kids in the car, mate. <laughs> I was eight. I was like, okay, I guess my only friends are dead. Oh. <laughs> Grace, this is like Final Destination. Like they dodged, <laughs> He dodged death, and then it was just chasing him. He dodged from state death like state. four times. He nearly died from mange. My my neighbor accused it of having a tick, and then I was like, "That's its nipple." And they tried to give it surgery on its nipple, but you know, guinea pigs have nipples. I was, I had to do a lot of advocating for this guinea pig. <laughs> wow. Uh, question two. Who once got an after-school detention because they skipped roll call as they were too busy playing computer games in the school computer lab? Nate. I heard Nate first. Pete. Yes, you are correct. Yes, it was Pete. <laughs> yes. Were you wearing pants at the time? I'm Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that was your only detention ever, so that's pretty good. Only, only after-school detention oh. I got. Nerd. Yeah. Really? Did they just put a drop sheet down? Like we, you know, we can't trust this guy. <laughs> just make sure he's all right. Chris, you're the youngest here. Are there still computer labs in schools, or has everyone just got their own laptop? There were when I was in school, but they were like phasing them out because yeah. we did all have our own laptops. So they were like getting rid of them. I think they turned it into like a nursing teach you how to be a nurse at my school. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Next question. I went to an all girls school in Toowoomba, so oh. that. <laughs> If you could all be nurses, please, or wives. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Question three. Who once had a woman stand up and shout disgusting and walk out of their gig one joke in? Dave. <laughs> yes, Dave. Nath Velvo? You are correct. Yes, it was Nath Velvo. <laughs> I knew it, Nath. I knew it. What I was felt, the joke? I felt like um, you told me this before. Did this happen? Yeah, it was. Uh, what happened? I did a, a show. I did a show called Grinder, a love story where I just did in a whole hour on all the stuff I got up to on that app and all the things that were sent to me on that app. Uh, and so I did that. I got, I got to do it in London and it was at the Soho theater, which is quite, you know, it's quite to do. <laughs> it's a lot of scarves, you know, and I can't remember what my opening joke was. And I don't even know what she thought the show was about because it was called grinder or love yeah. story. And yeah, I just walked out, you know, and then did something oh, obviously involved my penis somehow um obviously yeah. obviously on the grinder show and yeah she just stood up and said it and it was a gift because it was one of those amazing moments where crowd just lost it and then i just had that to go on for the rest of the show and then i pissed my pants yeah. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting <laughs> question four hey, i just want to say you know how in school they give you like a pen license to give you like permission to write yeah. with a pen i'm pretty sure you have not Received your penis license. Anyway. Are you talking to Pete or me? Pete. Oh, thank yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Nate was disgusted. You did? You you skipped pen, went straight to penis. Building and show somebody and I got a license and a photo taken and everything. <laughs> I was gonna say, Grace, if you're talking to me, if anything, I think I got my penis license a little bit too young, but that's for another no, no. podcast. No, Let's no, I, I think you have too many penis licenses at this point. I feel like that turn of phrase could be used for Josh Earl's PE teacher, but carry on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was lying there, Dave. Just so you know, Mr. French, if you listen to this, you're a good man. You wear my hat. Question four. Who the best were... pedophile I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Who worked in Greece at a bar that Guy Ritchie also once worked at? Nath. Yes, Nath. Oh, that's so weird. Dave? Yes, you are correct. Yes, a point there for Nath. That is true. That is. He's the a... only one here that can afford to go to Greece. Oh, mate, there's no afford. I don't think. Look, you can get there on any leaky boat from Athens and <laughs> the spirit of Tasmania. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If you're willing to stay on it long enough, it'll take you to Greece. <laughs> it's so horrific. was Guy Ritchie known by this day? Obviously he was because they would have told you, oh, yeah, Guy Ritchie used to work here or? Yeah, because if you, okay, if you do the math, what was it, like Lock, Stock and Snatch and things like that was around late, 80, late 90s, I should say, early 2000s. And I was there yeah. about 2001 or two. Um, and about the same time I wrote that ATM Tweet and um, <laughs> I 
<laughs> and yeah, that was that was his old Ali Barbers. It's still there. And they said, oh, Guy Ritchie worked here when he was on uni break or whatever the hell they do. And I was doing stand-up there once a week. And they kept me on for another month because the Australians all turned up in August. And I was supposedly there to, to bring in the crowds, guys. But I, I will not stand behind any of the jokes <laughs> that I've written or delivered at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was disgusting. Um, I, was, I was picturing Guy... Um, you said Guy Ritchie, but I was picturing the guy with the like spiky blonde and the like Fieri. the Guy Fieri. That's who I thought you were talking about. And I, the chef with uh, the I was crops. picturing yeah. a very different bar. Oh, right. Yeah, no, this was a lot um, more flames on the walls. Question five Who as a child ran up and down a nudist beach telling all the naked sunbathers that they were silly and they didn't care about skin cancer? Pete. Yes, Pete. Nate. No, that was great. A point off, Pete. That yeah. was great. That's my mum's favourite story. She uh, insisted oh, yeah. I give it to Josh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. Uh, I, they, I, they were like, "What?" I was like, "What are those people doing?" And they were like, "Oh, they're just silly people." And I became very concerned because I'm from Queensland for their skin health. I started running up and down, being like, you, "You're gonna get skin cancer. Put some clothes on." My like, three. <laughs> Question six, who once egged a classmate's house and accidentally sent an email to the person saying they'd egged his house? Nath? Yes, Nath. Dave? No, that was Pete Jones. That's the coolest <laughs> thing you've ever done, Pete. That is off-brand for you, Pete. <laughs> I egged my pants. <laughs> you are still the bad boy of comedy, Pete Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Was that one of those, you know, you don't... You, it was you a mistake, though. You were talking about? Yeah. Was it, was it you sent the email to the person accidentally? I accidentally... I accidentally sent a... I thought it was a... I thought a friend of mine was emailing me, but the friend was emailing the entire class, and I replied all everybody in the class. To, <laughs> and saying, hey, we did this. <laughs> me and a couple of my friends, we went and we did this to this guy in our class. <laughs> It's all right. He wasn't allowed to graduate because he was sexually harassing the other students. So he's a real hero. <laughs> cool. It was a lawful egging. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking this of is... bad boys, mm. who here was standing next to party boy Corey Worthington in his first ever TV interview? Grace. Yes, Grace. Nay. No, that was Dave Thornton, a point of Grace. <laughs> yes, that's right. I was doing audience warm-up for, I think, a forgotten quiz show or something on channel nine and i was off doing having my lunch or dinner whatever it was and uh yeah the cameraman goes can you just move and i just turned to see him and i was like this guy looks like a douchebag but i'll see what happens here (laughs) and then i was just standing off camera thinking what is happening here and i saw him talking to camera and i thought this guy's a moron and didn't know that he was going to be the first probably viral star in australia ever i would say i would almost say that's true Um, yeah yeah him and the chick chick boom girl. Look. Yeah. Like, Grace, do you even remember Corey the Party Boy Worthington? Uh, yes. I, he was on TV, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> With the glasses and the fuzzy. It's a powerful look. He was, he was also an intruder in Big Brother for one season. Yeah. Oh. Didn't, didn't he get ripped? Didn't, like, they do, like, a where is he now not long ago and he's, like, all, uh, he's, like, hot. Yeah, that, that story would check out. He was like 19 when this all happened, wasn't he? Something like that. Was he or was he 17? Oh, I don't know. I've got, I've got some homework to do when we're yeah. wrapping up. <laughs> it, it was, it's remarkable to me that like other people don't have anxiety, like when stuff like that happens where it's like he was just fine. Like that happened and he was fine. And I was a child being like, man, if that happened, I would kill myself. <laughs> that seems so stressful, man. Yeah, I know. Next question. Who once went on a canoe hike, but due to the drought, they just had to push their canoes in ankle height water? Nath. <laughs> uh, um, yes, Nath. Why did no one speak then? <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm getting trapped. Uh, who would go canoeing out of these three? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Who's a canoeing type, Josh? I would say that is... Grace? You are correct. It was Grace. Yeah. Yes, point there for Nath. Ten years in the Scouts. Uh, that was for my green cord hike 
to get my scout medallion. Uh, it was four days in a canoe um, <laughs> with three other teenagers and one, because we had to make up the numbers, one adult woman who wouldn't stop talking about how abortion was a sin. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the farmers just kept taking water out of our river, which we were canoeing on, until we had to get out of our canoes and push them along and then eventually call my parents to say that we'd run out of river and could you please come pick us up and move us to a deeper piece of river. <laughs> wow, that's a... That's what a, a tale. <laughs> our final question for the game, who, the last time they were booked for this podcast, had to cancel because they got sick when a child sneezed into their mouth? Grace. Yes, Grace. Dave. No, that was Nathan Valvo or a point off Grace. Ooh, who was this child? Look, don't, this, I don't know if anyone else does this, but this might be a bit weird, and this is pre-COVID too. Um, whenever I get <laughs> sick, I try and figure out what from. Does anyone else do that? <laughs> yeah. And I just Oof. play a blame game? Germ, germ detector. I don't know. Yeah. If it's like if I'm, you know, I often will blame a flight. Um, but I got real gross and like a week, like not even a week before my nephew sneezed into my mouth. Uh, and then my sister was like, oh yeah, he's, cause he's what I didn't know about having kids. Josh knows this, Dave knows this. When you have children, they just go off every day and get everything yeah. and then just bring it home to whoever is visiting that yeah. day. Like my sister has been sick for four years straight. <laughs> I mean, like, no, good, no one told me this about kids. It's a good thing during a pandemic they haven't just rushed the schools open and send your kids there. I think it's really, yeah, it's really smart. I reckon. It's just, <laughs> yeah. man. Do you know what I thought you were going to say, Nate? Though, when you said, I don't know if anyone else does this. I thought you were going to go. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I just make up excuses <laughs> to Josh why I can't do his podcast when he asks. <laughs> but excuse oh, me, we all do Josh. <laughs> go to if you if listeners of this podcast will. See Who's in the top three people that have been on this the yeah, most? Yeah, you, you've been on a lot, motherfucker. Never <laughs> one, but you've been on a lot. <laughs> I know. But anyway, that was the last question of the game. The scores are Dave Thornton on three points. Nah. Grace Jarvis on four points. Peter Jones on five points. So our winner yeah. for the first time ever on six points is Nate Valvo. Mate. Oh Mate. What is that? Eleventh time the charm. Eleventh time the charm. <laughs> So proud of you. Thank what you. a moment. Thank you. And I don't do sport, so this actually means something to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, normally, Nath, what happens? The winner gets to promote whatever they want to promote first. Um, when does this go out, Josh? This will go out uh, Thursday morning. Oh, okay. Um, maybe next week or the week after, you can listen to my show last year, my I'm Happy For You show. Oh, sweet. On the ABC Comedy Podcast. Oh, great. So just search that wherever you. So type in Nate Valor ABC and yes. you you tweet it. I'll retweet it as well. Yeah, sick. That'll yeah. be nice. Thank Great. you. Actually, all listeners just follow Nate on Twitter. There you go. Just do that. Yep. Pete, what can people Please. hear or see you? Uh, listen to the podcast with the Ooh Spooky, which is three O's and H, and then the word Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> with Luca and uh, Adam Knox. Yeah, Luca Muller and Adam Knox. Very funny. Great. So where can people hear or see you? Um, I'm on Twitter at, at Grace Jarvis. Oh no, that has been my pandemic project for the most part. Um, I'm on Instagram at, at Nio Grace Jarvis, N G I A I O. It's a childhood nickname, it's a bad handle. Um, but I recently <laughs> made a video of me <laughs> making um, a paper mache volcano out of my unused um, comedy festival posters. So <laughs> go check that out. I'm pretty manic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And Mr. Thornton, where can people find you? Well, actually, in a strange twist, uh, my stand-up show got sold to Netflix, which is great. So if you go on to Netflix... No, nah, hey. I'm, I'm only kidding. I just uh. want to see the other comics get a bit jealous. I have... I filmed a, uh, a stand-up special. It should be coming out one way, not other soon enough. But um, just keep your eyes peeled for that. And you've just launched a new podcast as well. Yes, that's right. There will be a test, which is um, we get three academics in. Nate Falvo has been on one of the episodes. Um, I was an he, academic. He was, yeah. <laughs> we have three comedians and we have three academics. The academics come in one at a time. Wax lyrical for about 10 minutes about their chosen subject. We pick their brain, have some fun, and then there's a test at the end to see who took in the information. Sweet. That's a bit of fun. Hey, you know what format, format of podcasts are like, Josh? They're very entertaining. 
Yeah. yeah. He's a, and he, he's a, here's a spoiler alert. I didn't win that one. <laughs> hey, everyone listen to this. Uh, the live stream shows are on sale starting June 27, going for six weeks, 4.30 on Saturdays. Head to joshell.com.au for all the tickets. They're 10 bucks a ticket, or you can get a season pass for only $50 to all six of them. Hey, thanks for playing, everyone. It's been lots of fun. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.